Guess who's back? Back again. Aubrey's back. Tell a friend. Aw, come on. I can't be shady. No way. I'm the real Slim Shady. You're the real Slim Shady. Yes. That would be a twist. (laughs) Uh, You were the real Slim Shady. Please stand up. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Let's jump into this. Since we're doing back to back, let's go ahead and jump right into this. Who are you talking about? Um, Maria Patricia Jackson. Maria Patricia Jackson. Yes. Okay. Because if you just search for Maria Jackson, you're going to get Miss Jackson. Ooh, I am Maria. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So middle name is very important here. Yes. Otherwise, you you get, yeah, you get that. All right. Okay. So can we call her MP Maria Patricia? Sure. MP. So, the real MP. The the real MP. <laughs> There's the title for this one. The real MP. Okay. okay. So family and friends. Uh described her as hardworking, independent, very trusting. Even with people she didn't knew know very well. Her dream was to learn to fly an airplane and she was also studying medicine to become a nurse. So she was a college student? Yes. Like yes. college age? Okay. Yep. She graduated with honors in 2002 and she was offered a scholarship at Duke University. Wow. But, yeah. And I mean, her father was so proud of her that she ended up like buying her a used BMW. Actually, her license plate said BMW kid on it. Aww. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Maria ended up postponing all of her college studies, even though that she had a you know full scholarship and everything, because she wanted to remain with her boyfriend. Oh no! Uh huh. Who was not accepted to any colleges? Oh, but yeah. she still got to keep the car. Yes, yes, oh. she did. If I were her dad, I would have been pissed. I would take the car back. Well, six months before disappearance, Maria's boyfriend drained her of all of her savings. They took off with a rent check. Um, oh, surprising. I know. Weird. <sighs> Leaving Maria broke and at the risk of eviction, desperate for cash, she applied for a job at Gold Rush, which was a notorious Miami strip club. Ooh, okay. Which attracted, though, A-list celebrities where she could end up making two to $300 a night. So she was, I mean, fairly attractive as well then, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. She's a cute little girl. Let's see. Yeah. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, one of her friends was actually a bartender at, at there. So, you know, she ended up helping her get the job there. But, you know, she's warned Maria. She's like, do not befriend these men they're not people that you want to be friends with they're not people you want to date like you're way too nice honey like you know an mp obviously doesn't have the greatest uh taste in men anyway Uh, just like me god damn it Mm. so she started dancing under the name dynasty okay 
That sounds right. She was trying to get out of this financial hole and then start her college, and her lease was about to expire. She was actually going to move in with her grandma, um, but she never ended up showing up. She said on the 26th that she was going to go move in with her grandma on June 26th, and she said, hey, I'm going to come move in with grandma on July 1st, because, you know, last one runs due. Remind me the year again. 2003. Three, okay. And she never ended up showing up um so actually on the 27th of june maria was scheduled to work at 4 a.m shift and at 1 47 a.m she made a purchase at the colorado springs walmart and she ended up returning to her apartment and according to Boca rotten police website maria last spoke on the phone with her brother at 1 30 Okay. And told him she wasn't, she, that she's planning to go into work. And this isn't reported anywhere else, but it is mentioned like in the news coverage and it is in the police report from when they took her phone. Okay. So according to Stephanie, who was her friend and also the bartender where she worked, uh, she did end up phoning Stephanie around 2 a.m. And she said that she was hanging out with this guy and she would meet at the gold rush right before her shift. Well, a second came, call came in from Maria's phone at 2.15 and one hour after their first conversation with Stephanie. And it went straight to Stephanie's voicemail. Maria didn't leave a message, mm-hmm. but this is the time that it looks like too that she was around at Walmart right then uh, maria okay. had made it down to miami by 2 a.m from what it looks like from the cell phone pings and i suspect maria told stephanie that she was going to meet up with someone in miami before her 4 a.m shift so they think that she ended up meeting up with someone between 2 and 4 a.m okay she didn't arrive for her shift and then her friend stephanie waited two days before she ended up reporting her to police so why why well the misconception of you had to wait 48 hours oh i guess that's true some people do think that don't they yeah i don't know if she was told that exactly by police or if that was just a misconception you know those important crucial 48 hours exactly so on june 29th that's when her friend slash co-worker called the police they entered Maria's apartment through a window window and they discovered, you know, that she made purchases at Walmart. There was moldy dishes in the sink. Ugh. Hair appliances were still plugged in. Phone was on the charger, but there was no Maria. Oh no. No signs of forced entry, no signs of a struggle. But obviously no intent to leave if she has her phone charging and her exactly. hair appliances on. That's exactly what Stephanie said. She's like, she would have brought her phone, brought her phone to um, charger, and apparently she was a really neat, neat person, so they're like, she wouldn't have just left the dirty dishes in there. The moldy dishes were not a common thing for her. No. And her car was parked out front while the Walmart receipt was still inside. Yeah. So, and her friend Stephanie noted that Marie didn't smoke, but her apartment had cigarette buds in, in it. When they found him. Okay. Okay. So June 30th, missing person was report is finally filed. Maria's 
friends and family ended up, you know, putting tons of flyers, canvases all over, but no one had seen her. So this was almost three weeks later. Uh, well, her uh, landlord said that there was a weird smell right by her apartment in between two of the palm trees they found they found what sorry <laughs> let me okay address six six five jeff jefferson street boca ronton uh 40 miles north of colorado springs for anyone out there they found a necklace a t-shirt that matched her and a skull oh. and the rest of her bones of her body. Wait, how long after was this? About three weeks. Okay, so that's a relatively short time for her to be a skull and a skeleton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, decomposition usually takes a little longer than that. Yeah. By a little, I mean a lot. Uh, yeah. Okay. Remains have been in the bag at least, they said, from July 3rd. Oh. And an advanced decomposition of the body is impossible for a quick identification. So it took them almost over a month to find out that it actually was her. Well, sure, because she's, oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so do oh. we know anything else about the body? What? Okay, so, you know, while friends and family, they're all grieving and everything over this, of course. They yeah. think, okay, did she, did someone follow her home from Walmart? Was someone stalking her from the strip club? Or did, did she open the door to someone that she knew? Um, but why would they dump the, like, of her residential property where it would be easily found? Yeah. And that, that had the bag been moved from a different location, they think, okay, maybe it was from a different location and then someone moved it there or someone was actually keeping this in their home or in their trunk and then decided to dump it. Because you would think that it would have been found sooner than three weeks. Yeah. Investigators start investigating this guy. His name is Ray Ray. Of course his name is Ray Ray. <laughs> um, he's 27 year old. He's a customer at the Gold Rush where she worked. He definitely socialized with Maria. And some people are claiming that they dated, but that's not confirmed. Okay. During the weeks leading up to her disappearance, he is a convicted rapist with a huge rap sheet of stuff that he's done. It was rumored that Renee, that's what his real name is, Renee, he goes by Ray Ray, mm -hmm. um, pimped out his girlfriends to other men. Oh, classy. Yes. A lot of his other girlfriends denied an interview. They wouldn't have anything to do with it. Well, sure, because they'll kill them too. Exactly. So he's one of the suspects. He so Ray Ray was eventually arrested on other offenses, but there wasn't enough evidence in Maria's case that he has no charges against him. He's always been a person of interest, but the investigation is stalled and it was officially named a cold case in 2010. And I mean, it's March 2020. There is no further suspects, no further leads, nothing. Police have never released any evidence that they have besides what they found in the apartment and the, and the car was there. And both scenes were processed. So if there was any hair, fingerprints, etc., the police should have collected it. But 
we don't know any of that. I was going to say, if I trusted, I was going to say, if someone came into me and I had like a curling iron or something on, I would have tried to like attack someone with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he could reach that in time, though. Yeah, I guess that's true, too. If it was like in a different room or something, like from you answering the door. Yeah, I guess that's true. Jeez. Well, I think all signs point to that guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. And so, you know, this is a little bit of life after her death. Uh, his father you know, lost his job. He eventually returned to North Carolina where Maria's sisters are. So Ray Ray has spent so many years in and out of prison for various charges. He is now in federal custody and faces up to 10 years for failing to comply with his sex offender registry. Well, I guess at the very least, if it was him, I mean, he's in jail for something. Yeah. Somewhat comforting, I guess. And I mean... People, when, they, when they're out in the media, they're just, you know, like, oh, a stri- another stripper is dead and stuff like that. And Stephanie wanted to go ahead and point out to the media, you know, stop looking at who she was. She was way more than that. She was a 19-year-old girl with a family, with friends, with hopes and dreams. And someone yeah. took this away from her. Yeah, no kidding. It, it could have been a number of things. I mean, a lot of the things point to Ray Ray, but it could have been, like I said, like someone that was stalking her from work or from even from Walmart just decided to follow her and then attack her. It could have actually, she could have been pimped out from Ray Ray and it could have been someone that he was pimping her out to. Ugh. You know, I mean, it could have been a ton of stuff. Yeah. But I'm sure that someone out there knows more than what they're saying. Oh, and yeah. If you do, you know, if it, it says on here, right in the media, if you have any information, uh, you can contact the Boca Raton police or you can leave anonymous tip and we'll never come back to you at Crime Stoppers at 1-800-458-TIPS. Why, why do we do that? Why is that still a thing where we spill it out? No one freaking knows what that means anymore find the real numbers <laughs> i don't know because then it can be all like cutesy like tips so it's 1-800-458-847 for all those of you who don't want to be cutesy now it's like a pain in the ass and i gotta fucking look it up <laughs> anyway so what are you what is it do you have anything else any other theories well I don't know. Ray Ray seems real likely, but it definitely could have been, or I mean, Ray Ray seems like the type of guy who could have had enemies. So maybe it was one of Ray Ray's enemies who saw her at Walmart and was like, Hey, that's her. That's his girl. Yeah. Ray Ray has been giving me Mm. issues. I'm going to get her. Gotcha. Yeah. Could be. So I don't know. I think even if it wasn't Ray Ray, I feel like Ray Ray has something more to do with this. I agree. Even if it wasn't him who killed her. I agree. But, you know, we may not be able to ever find this one out. But you can be your own detective with Hunt a Killer. Oh, Hunt a Killer. So fun. Yep. Find out. I just can't wait till the day that you and I can play together. I know. It would be fantastic when we can actually play together instead of our in our own houses. One day. It's well, not just now- as fun with... You know, with Dustin, that doesn't give a shit about this stuff. <laughs> but you can play with whoever you're quarantined with. Or yourself. I think you can play alone, can't you? Yeah, you can. You can play by yourself. You can figure it out all by yourself. Or you can play as a group. Whatever floats your boat. I usually 
I've played as a group because the girls still, they may not be as into crime, but they like board games and games in general. So mystery. Yeah. It, it still works. Yes. yes it does. But I'd rather play, well, not rather, but I'd like to play with you too. <laughs> I would, I, you, I would rather play with me too. <laughs> Fair enough. I do on occasion. Oh my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, so you want 15% off, you can go to their website and enter theories, or you can go to our website, crimetheoriespodcast.com, and just go under sponsors and they'll be under there. <laughs> and then you can play with yourself as well. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I am speechless now. You've done it. You've made me speechless. Oh, speechless. Anyway, guys. Yeah. Why don't you keep fucking going? And yeah. keep keep fucking if you want to do that too. And apparently, if you're Adrian, you can fuck yourself. <laughs> yes. <laughs>